Welcome to Victory Church Podcast. At Victory, we are committed to connecting people to God, His church and their purpose. For more information, visit victorychurch.net.au. Now prepare your heart to hear a word from God today. Wow. Well, it really is a pleasure and a privilege to be with you tonight. I have the privilege and I have had the privilege of leading this church for the last 20 years. And every time this year, I get the opportunity just to share a thought. And I thought tonight, what better thought to share than off the back of our film tonight, how the Grinch stole Christmas. But can I just clear one thing up? We know the story that we've just seen is not a true story. We know that, yeah? But I do believe that the story of the Grinch poses an incredible illustration to us, not just in the Christmas season, but in life itself. I mean, you may not be green. You may not be hairy, although some of you are. You may not go around stealing Christmas presents or Christmas trees or even roast beast. You may not be guilty of those things, but I think this little illustration and story serves as an illustration for us to learn from tonight. The one thing we do know about the Grinch is that he tried to steal Christmas. That is not in question. This green, hairy creature wanted to steal Christmas. That is not in question. But my question is why. You can learn a lot of things in life if you ask a question or two. And the question I've asked myself is why would he want to steal Christmas? And I wanna look at the three reasons I came up with that why the Grinch just may have wanted to steal Christmas. And when I finished, I hope like me, you'll see that although this story of the Grinch is a made up story, it serves to highlight some very real issues that we as a society face. Can I do that with you tonight? We won't be too long, I promise. And then we'll go back to another item and some more singing and then all the festivities and food and all those wonderful things that await us outside. How does that sound? But before I get into that, I must ask, how does my suit look? I hope you appreciate me being in a suit because anyone who knows me well knows that this does not happen very often at all. Least of all when it's 30,000 degrees. So I hope you are appreciating what you see. I thought I might have a friend in Tony Zapier who would also be wearing a tie tonight. He visits our church on many occasions and he's always in a tie. So I thought I would be in good company tonight. But even our members of parliament think it's too hot to wear a tie. So thank you. (laughs) So the three reasons why I believe this hairy green critter wanted to steal Christmas. And the first reason is simply this, that mentally, he didn't understand it. Mentally, he didn't understand it. You see, he thought Christmas was about things. 
And he thought if he could take away the things, he could ruin people's Christmas because he didn't understand it. Mentally, he couldn't comprehend what Christmas really was all about. The truth is he didn't stop Christmas because Christmas is not about those things. In his book, Christmas is not your birthday, Mike Slaughter, unfortunate name, he says this, that the, while the size of the American family has shrunk over the last 30 years, and as things go in America, so they go in Australia, we would find the same would be true here. He says that as the American family has shrunk over the last 30 years, our sizes of our homes have increased by 42%. He says we eat out more, He says, we spend less time cooking, yet our kitchen sizes have doubled. He quotes another author who says that for us, shopping has become spiritual. We attempt to find meaning and purpose in the products we buy. We confuse our real built-in desire of God, our Creator, with a desire for created things things that can never personally satisfy our souls. See, whatever you believe about Christmas, one thing is not up for debate. And that is that Christmas has its origins in the birth of Christ. The dating calendar suggests that to be true. In actual fact, two of our most celebrated holidays are around the life of Christ. Christmas, His birth, and Easter, His death. I don't know about you, but if I gave you a public holiday in honour of you, that would make you a very special person. Jesus did not have one public holiday. He has two public holidays. And that makes Him a very special, significant figure, not just of history, but for today. My question is, how can the birth of a child some 2,000 years ago in the Middle East stop traffic and cause shopping rage here in Adelaide some 2,000 years later? And the answer I come up with is because the birth of this child was, it was no ordinary birth and it was no ordinary child. This was a gift from God sent from heaven to earth as a gift to humanity. Christmas in its purest, simplest form is a message of love to us saying we matter to God. The Grinch never had this understanding and many today do not have this understanding. Our understanding of Christmas is not rooted in the birth of Christ and the understanding of what that means and the significance that comes from it. Christmas in its purest, simplest form is that you and I matter to Him so much that He was give heaven's best. The second thing I draw from this wonderful little story that we've just seen is not only did He not understand it mentally, but emotionally He couldn't handle it. I mean, let's be honest. The Grinch did do some terrible things. And to quote the Grinch, Let me start by saying, these stockings, he grinched, are the first things to go. Then he slithered and slunk with a smile most unpleasant. Around the whole room, he took every present. Pop guns, 
pampugas, pantukas and drums. Does anybody know what on earth they are? Checkerboards, bizzlebigs, popcorn and plums. He stuffed them in bags. Then the Grinch very nimbly stuffed all the bags one by one up the chimney. Then he slunk in the icebox. He took the woes, uh, the Who's feast. He took the Who's pudding. He took the roast beast. He cleaned out the icebox as quick as a flash. Why that Grinch even took the last can of Who hash. Then he stuffed all the food up the chimney with glee. Now grinned the Grinch, the Grinch, I will stuff up the tree. That's pretty hardcore stuff. And my question is, what causes somebody to want to do such a horrible, horrible thing? But again, the better question would be why? See, according to our story, the real problem with our friend the Grinch was that his heart was two sizes too small. All this outward behaviour was just manifestations of an inner problem. See, the real issue was an issue of the heart. This was a matter of the heart. We saw in the story that based upon past experiences and his inability to get over those hurts caused him to do some reckless things. That, my friends, is not too different to the society in which we live today. We judge people according to what they do or what they don't do. But inside, there are people who have broken, hurting hearts, which makes us very much like this hairy green critter. See, his problem was a matter of the heart. Our past experiences can cause us to do some strange things. You know, we live in a society today where depression, stress and burnout are all on the rise. And it highlights one thing that people are not coping with life. And you know what? While many of us will enjoy the Christmas season, there are many that won't. Christmas becomes very problematic for people and they're hurting broken hearts. This gift that God gave the world in the form of a babe in a manger was the most incredible gift because Jesus wants to come into our life and into our hearts that we might be able to manage life's problems and the very real present problems that we face today. Jesus loves us that much. He doesn't want us to be caught up in keeping up with the Joneses and doing all of those things that are based on appearances. You know, it's been said before that Christmas is a time where we spend money that we don't have on people we don't like. And if we as a church can go some ways to helping people get off that rat race, 
and presenting not just understanding, but being able to help where hearts are hurting and hearts are broken. This Grinch did some crazy things, but the problem was not outward. It was actually an inward problem in an area where only God can reach. And thirdly tonight, the third reason I see why this Grinch wanted to try and steal Christmas, not only because mentally he didn't understand it and emotionally he couldn't handle it, but relationally he couldn't face it. You see, he cut himself off from the wonderful people of Whoville and he hid away in his lair up on Mount Crumpet. Is the Grinch that diff- too different to us today? We live in a society where relationships are being strained. We live in a society where the family unit is being broken down on a daily basis. The divorce rates at an all-time high. People are less inclined to want to marry and commit. We have a relational problem, much like our friend, the Grinch. But again, I come to the answer. The answer is found in Christ because that is the very reason He came, to restore broken relationships. Firstly, the broken relationship between us and God, but also the relationships between us and one another so that we wouldn't have to hide away in our lair at the top of Mount Crumpet, that we could actually embrace life in all of its fullness. The Bible says that Jesus came, that we might have life and have it to the full, life with a capital L, life to the max. That we don't just have to drown our sorrows, but there can be a very real positive alternative to all the options that are out there today. See, Christianity is more of a relationship than it is a religion. Many people think of Christianity as a list of rules and regulations of what you must do and what you must not do. I I am a pastor and I've invited many people to church and, and one of the first questions people ask me is, what would I have to do to attend your church? In other words, they associate Christianity with what you must do or what you are not allowed to do. And if we're honest, it's usually about what you're not allowed to do. I think if if we're really honest, it was all the fun things, that's what Christians are not allowed to do. And all the boring things, that's what Christians are allowed to do. That's not Christianity. Christianity in its purest form is a relationship. And Jesus came that the relationship that was lost would be restored. As I conclude my thoughts this this evening, I wanna bring the, the turning point in this story. See, the turning point in this story did not come until the Grinch heard and saw the response of the people from Whoville. When he heard them singing, when he heard them rejoicing, when he saw them laughing 
and having fun together, even though He'd taken all of the presents, the Christmas trees and all of the Christmas food. And yet they were still enjoying themselves. And that's because Christmas is not bound in those things alone. But they are found in a heart of love. And it was this manifestation of love that changed old Grinch's heart. You see, at the heart of Christmas is a heart of love. One of the most well-known popular Bible verses would be John chapter 3, verse 16. And it says, For God so loved the world. And what did He do? He gave. What did He give? He gave heaven's best. Not because He hated us, not because He wanted to judge us or condemn us, but because He loved us. And He loved us not because we're lovable, but because He is love. And this God who loves us, this God who is love personified, wants to help you. He wants to help you mentally, emotionally, relationally, spiritually, in every facet of our being, and of our lives. He wants to be involved in our lives. You see, church is a big deal. And yet some of us go from Christmas to Christmas and we never unwrap the gift that it's all about. We've never actually received the very gift that God intended us to receive at Christmas. And that is the gift of His Son, Jesus. Christianity starts when we invite Christ into our heart and He changes our heart. I've been a Christian for many years and I've got to say, God has changed my heart. And there are things I don't do that I used to do and used to enjoy doing. But He's changed my heart because He replaced the love I had for those things with a greater love. And it's my prayer and my desire that for each and every one of us, we would indeed enjoy our Christmas, that we would enjoy the presents, the trees and the food but that we would not go one more Christmas without receiving the greatest gift of all, the gift that Christmas is truly all about. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If you have any questions, please email us at admin at victorychurch.net.au. 